Hello and welcome to our podcast where we take fictional science from comics, movies, TV, etc. and try to make it factually, scientifically, possibly real. I'm Stoby. I am known as Forgan. And I'm Stu. And this is the science of fiction. Pick up the tricorder, put it on your head. Scan in the planet, see if anyone is dead. Autonomous car driving in Zanzibar. Beat me up, Scotty, I'm not that far. Androids hoovering, tearing up the place. Flip phones and conference calls, friends in outer space. Astrophysicists sitting on my knee. Asking aliens if they like a car. I'm to the fiction, to science of fiction. I've got an addiction. Welcome back to episode three of the Science of Fiction. Stu, what's going on? I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not particularly well prepared. <laughs> this isn't really my episode. <laughs> so this is episode three of our third season, which is subtitled The Fiction of Science. So far we've tackled anti-vaxxers and astrologers. We've not tackled un- physically, like we've just we've addressed the the subject of. You know, we've addressed problems with the underlying ideology. <laughs> we have not assaulted anyone, or no astrologers or anti-vaxxers have been harmed in the recording of these podcasts. <laughs> no, no, they've been harmed by the maybe some feelings have been harmed. Uh, yes, to which we are we apologise profusely. Um, we're sorry. We're that's so belief. sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't do it sooner. Uh, so in this episode, we will be looking... At, I think this one's going to just be entitled Forgan's Rant. The yeah. Wrath of Forgan. The Wrath of Forgan, episode three, The Wrath of Forgan. So <laughs> Professor Dr. Mr. Duncan Forgan, as we have referenced on many occasions and is actually quite centric to our branding, is an astronomer. Yes. PhD, astrophysicist, very, very smart. He's worked in like proper TV stuff as well. And he knows the answers that the world is round. Yes. However, there are a <laughs> select group of people out there who do not. So, Forgan, what do you have to say today? Well, it's very easy to just go straight on the attack and say, like, no, that's wrong. wrong. Right. <laughs> it sure is, especially when and you're like, asked like that. That is so and, diplomatic. I was expecting something else. Yeah. And you know what? I think we've said this a couple of times while we've been recording these episodes. Like, It's not about attacking people. It's about looking at what they believe and questioning where they get to those beliefs. and Opening up a dialogue and of discussion. Trying try, try to be respectful a bit. But at the same time, like there seems to be this real growth in the idea that the Earth is flat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you drive up the A9, you see this quite a lot. It's actually painted on the side. Like see, I've seen the Earth it just is up flat, to Brock's Den. flat Earth at Broxden and all yep. the way up the north. Um, and it's really interesting because we've spent a long time as a species figuring out the exact shape of the Earth, and we've sent things to other planets, and they've looked back at the Earth. We've got things in orbit around the Earth right we've now. We've also established that other planets are, are round as well. Yeah, yeah, we've been yeah. to other planets, they're round. Other the f- planets that look oddly like our planet. The yes. flat Jupiter Society. <laughs> <laughs> Flattern. Yeah, Flattern. Oh, God. <laughs> How do you explain the rings? <laughs> they're flat. Are they flat too? It's, it's just one of those a- gyroscope things. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> just a different way of flat. It's not it's 2D. A, a different flat. It's all about perspective, you know, mm. art deco. 
Art Deco. <laughs> it's just more tasteful if it's flat. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there seems to be this real rise in this belief that the Earth is flat, even though there are a number of ways you can verify experimentally that it's not. Um, and so I, I would like to make sure we had one episode where we were talking about the fact that actually we're, we're quite good at showing that the earth is right. Yeah, I mean, I can attest that Duncan has pulled most of his hair out to try and prove this. <laughs> yeah, took a long time. Yeah. Not really. No, he had, he had a head start. I, 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 head just, start. I just want to go back to the tweet where Flat Earther said, we have members all around the globe. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, like just the the stuff, the lack of self-awareness. Mm. Just, just, just say that word. again slowly. Not, yeah. not what you said, no. what the tweet said. Yeah, you know? that's my one per episode. Yeah. <laughs> one. <laughs> so, so I actually went and did some homework into flat Earth theory, and I had to look at a few websites that kind of explain how they think the universe works if the Earth is flat. Because if that's true, a lot of the things that we talk about when we talk about the universe don't make sense like gravity so if if gravity and the flat earth are real at the same time okay spoiler only one of them is real um, <laughs> yeah there's no such thing as gravity I know I know and a lot of flat earth theory is based on saying there's no such thing as gravity and the reason is because if there was gravity and the earth was flat then essentially gravity would pull the earth back into into a round object right uh, so and this is something that was known like since Aristotle. Like he was one of the first to show that even even as even though he didn't fully understand how gravity worked, he understood that the, the fact that we stand on a solid surface means that there's a force pushing us towards the centre. And if that's true everywhere, then the earth must be round. And that was yeah. quite a good way of proving that. Um, flat earthers will say actually there's no such thing as gravity and the earth is actually accelerating upwards. Like and a lift. Like a lift, right? And and the acceleration upwards is exactly the same acceleration as what we call gravity going down. Right? What a coincidence. Yeah. And or, or let's get crazy, what happens if we're just falling down? Well, if we're falling down... Like a pancake. If well, we're, we're falling faster than the Earth, slightly. So that's yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd have going. to fall faster than the Earth so that we would stay on the ground, otherwise we'd be floating. Yeah, but if we were falling, yeah. it's similar to going up. Like the, you're, the falling is catching up with us. It's we're being pushed down constantly. Not quite. Okay. <laughs> if we were falling, what would cause us to stay falling down the way? Yeah. If there's no such thing as gravity. Yeah. If there's no such thing as gravity, then the, the Earth disappears underneath us, and we just float yeah. and freeze. <laughs> no, 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 like no, like the direction. So rather than it going up and us being pushed up, it's down. We're all everything's facing down. Okay, so, so we're, we're upside down, pushing yeah. down the way. Yeah. So we're 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 accelerating downwards slightly faster than the Earth is, and that's why we feel like we're we're hitting the Earth. Yeah. Okay. I guess you could do that. Yeah. Um, that's all I was trying to point out. <laughs> like a pancake heading towards the ground. Yes. So this is mad, butter right? Down. <laughs> so Always butter side what, down. What's really interesting is that, as far as I can tell, and there are lots of different flavors of flat Earth theory that mm, I, I came strawberry. across. Strawberry. Mm. <laughs> Pancake flavor. <laughs> Pancake flavors. Um, and in most flavors of flat Earth theory, they do not dispute, dispute the fact that Mars and Venus, Jupiter and the Sun and the Moon are all round. Which I think is planetist. I think it kind of is. It's a little bit planetist. And or, or astral objectist. Yes. Whatever that word is. Um, That's my second one. Celestial bodist. Celestial <laughs> bodist. Um, so... What, one of the things that you you, so you you read this kind of explanation, you're kind of going, okay, how does this make any sense? Um, and then they say a bit at the bottom, which says it's okay for the Earth to be constantly accelerating 
um, because it doesn't violate special relativity. And just for context, special relativity basically means that the speed of light is the is the fastest speed you can go. That's the principal thing that we learn about um, the universe from that. So what he's this this theory is saying is that you can have the Earth accelerating constantly forever, but it will never reach the speed of light, and therefore special relativity is okay. And that immediately set off alarm bells in my head. <laughs> so I went and did some research and did a calculation. Thing <gasps> is, thing is, right, and I'll be honest here, when you said that line, I keep hitting my mic, um, when you said that line about it's okay because special relativity, mm-hmm. to me, it's a non science not in that headspace. I was like, all right, okay. Or I would be if I'd read that. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and that, that's maybe me showing my ignorance or stupidity that I don't fully understand special relativity. But well, I mean, to be fair, like it's, quite it's not an easy concept, and you can make things sound clever by saying, "Oh, this 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 difficult thing isn't violated." We've we've always we've watched Doctor Who enough to know that if you throw in a flim flam language, you can make anything yeah. sound complicated. It's a it's a very special form of techno babble, right? And so half of it's true, and half of it is true, and it is correct, right? If you do the calculation and you look at okay, if I say that the Earth was standing still at the beginning of the universe and has been constantly accelerating. For four billion years, then you get a function that tells you, okay, how fast is it moving now? And yes, that 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 speed is just a little bit less than the speed of light. Okay, like ninety nine point nine 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 percent right of the speed of light. So it's just below it. However, that means that either the rest of everything in the universe is also moving at that speed, because we look out at Mars and we look out at um, all the other stars that are in different star systems and all the other planets, and we see that them they're round. And this is the bit where it gets a bit tricky, and you have to explain what happens when you travel very fast under special relativity. One of the things is you get what's called length contraction, right? So when you see things, if you're moving at a, at a very high speed and you try and measure the length of something, say a cylinder, right? You try and measure the length of that cylinder... If you're moving it at very large velocities, you'll see that cylinder be much smaller than it actually is. Didn't we talk about this in uh, interstellar travel, faster than light travel? Spaghettification. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's not, not spaghettification. Well, some sort of version of it. But it's, it's contraction, right? So you take a cylinder and you measure it when you're standing still and it looks like this. If you measure it when you're moving at very high speeds, then it's much, much shorter, right? So that means that everything we're seeing in the universe is much shorter than it actually is. So if we were able to get off the Earth and stop and then look, you would see that everything is actually much, much longer than That's it really a is. a hell of a bus stop. Yes. <laughs> That's not like a, you could just like tumble combat roll out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you can, you can joke about this because my mind is just like melting out my ears right now. So if, you, if you're saying, right, okay, I'm moving this fast and I see this thing to be a, a sphere. When you stop, actually, it's an extremely long tube. Right. Well, yeah. Like the internet. The, the internet, internet is just a series of tubes. It is. That's that's correct, Steve. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> but if you imagine you stop traveling and see how long it gets. <laughs> it's imagine not that long. imagine if you were looking at the sun and then all of a sudden you you turned around and the sun was a huge cylinder. That would be what the universe looked like. Like a gigantic lural. Yeah. Like imagine it was a giant bog roll. That's that is the implication of what they're saying. Okay. okay. Well, I'm already into this, the the school of these guys are f-ing whack jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's a core result of what they've just said is that if the if if the Earth is constantly accelerating, that's where our feeling of gravity comes from. Then 
everything we think are, that we see in the in the sky as spheres are actually giant cylinders, really, really, really long cylinders. Because the faster you go, the more that cylinder looks squashed compared to what it actually is. So when you stop, this thing is going to suddenly be huge. It's like almost like the inverse of, or, or some sort of version of the close and far away. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like short and very, very long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think I know what you're talking about though. you're talking about the thing where you blink with one eye and then the other yeah. and yeah. that, 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 that kind of perspective thing it's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. a bit like well it's, it has some kind of things in common with that but it's not quite the same um, things move things move yeah. Yeah. yeah things move things move stuff happens <laughs> stuff happens we've just solved the universe guys well done <laughs> let's just close this podcast down now. yeah we're done yeah so that's that's one example of like the things you have to do the contortions you have to make to say so here's how physics works if the earth is flat and then you come to these kind of weird conclusions about what you're actually seeing so when when you talk about flat earthers you also talk about tubular suns and mm, tubular <laughs> and like cylindrical galaxies and all kinds of weird stuff that has to come out as a result I'm going to ask a really weird question right now and it's not actually something we discussed before but What's the benefit to the world being flat over it being a globe? Oh no, that's not what I was going to ask. But never mind. It's a good question. I actually don't yeah, know. I don't. I don't. Why? Why? Why are they so convinced of this? And for what end? I, it's really unclear. So I guess one thing is that when you read about where flat Earth theory came from, so there's this kind of old conception that people in the old days used to think the Earth was flat, and then Columbus discovered it was round. You know, or, because he didn't fall off the side of the because world. Because he. He found the Western Pass to the in- Passage to the Indies, but he accidentally discovered America. Blah blah blah. That's the kind of the old story. And a lot of indigenous Indians went, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the the truth is that since the Greeks, it's been reasonably assured, or, or, or the Greeks at least were convinced, the ancient Greeks, that the Earth was round, and they made lots of calculations to show that the Earth was round, and they even calculated the radius of the Earth. Right. We can actually go through the calculation if you like. That's the Eratosthenes. Eratosthenes, yes. Eratosthenes. Eratosthenes, the founder of photography, um, (laughs) the all-round general clever librarian of Alexandria, was able to measure the radius of the Earth using basically two sticks and his brain um, and the knowledge that the Earth was round. Right. So that's what you can do when you understand what's going on around you. That understanding persisted for a long time. There was a little bit of a wobble in the Dark Ages when bits of the Bible got misinterpreted and people said, no, actually, that means that the Earth is flat or it's a circle and not a sphere. But the idea, like, the strong belief that the Earth is flat is actually quite new and it's, like, 18th century, I think. Um, And it comes out of this weird branch of um, philosophy called zetetics. And this idea is that, basically, science should conform with whatever it is I'm seeing. If I believe or I feel like the Earth is flat or it, it, it appears that way to me, then it must be true. Right, okay. And that's, that's the must, foundation of their beliefs. They must really struggle if they get drunk and everything goes all wobbly. Well, this is it. Like, if, if you're using your, like, essentially your own senses to determine what is real and you're not relying on anything else, yeah, what if you get pissed mm-hmm. or you fall asleep? Or you have something that affects your senses. Yes. Like anosmia or short-sightedness or some sort of skewing. Yeah. But yeah. either way, like, 
it's still just perception. Perception yeah. does not equal fact yeah. a lot of the time, especially I'll, looking back. Yeah. And Sorry, what it basically says is that all of the universe has to be common sense, right? And I think you can immediately go, no. Sometimes the universe does not go with our intuitions and it does things that are counterintuitive. Right? Antimatter. Yeah. On quantum physics, right? So that, it, by its very nature, does not make sense to the human brain, mm-hmm. right? Um, it takes a long time to study it and you know the, the saying goes that even the wise still don't understand it right yeah yeah no I was just I'm thinking back to things that don't make sense my seven year old she like says to me dad what like how old is the planet and I'll say you know it's millions of years or whatever and she'll be like and what was here before how did it how was it formed you know I was like well you know and I try to explain it but you haven't just put her on a Skype call with Duncan yeah you should send her to me but the thing is like and then she's like well what was there before that and in her mind she's hit the rewind button Mm. and she's wondering how it gets to an end point you know at at what point did it start or how you know or and to be honest that blows my mind as well but she's seven it took me till I was like 18 before I thought of that (laughs) if that yeah maybe Maybe I just thought of it last week when she asked. <laughs> but so this this idea of like the Earth being flat because it feels like it's flat suddenly took root, and then in the last like with the internet, the last twenty years, it's become this big thing, mm-hmm. and you start seeing it now, you know, painted as graffiti everywhere, like question, well, question the round the Earth thing, right? Like that, I can't, I don't understand about flat Earth. Is it's like surely you'd think their ultimate goal would be to find the edge of the Earth. Yes. To prove themselves right. Uh, here's where it gets good. Right? Because, like, if you can turn around and be like, look, look, we found the edge. Yeah. Then you're right. Yeah, sure. Wicked. Go ahead. Well yeah. done, you. Yeah. Wouldn't that be like the dream? <laughs> so, depending on how you project the Earth onto, like, a 2D projection, yes. it will look a bit like Antarctica is all around the edges. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, flat Earth theory generally says that. There is a giant wall in Antarctica, and if you cross that wall, you're off the edge. And nobody can really prove it because you'd have, well, they can, but nobody who believes in flat Earth is ever going to go there to find this well, wall. And they say that, oh, the, the fact that, that they limit human exploration of Antarctica is a conspiracy. Can't they do the to same stop people seeing the, seeing the wall? But can't they do the same with the Arctic? Well, the Arctic isn't in on the edge, right? The it's Arctic is in the center. center. In that picture, right? So you imagine that you've got the Arctic in the center, and then all the continents oh, okay, around it okay, in a ring, okay, okay, okay. and then you've got Antarctica as, an, as the final it's ring outside. Kind of like you put your hands under the earth and opened it like an orange peel. Uh, yeah, exactly. I now follow but you. But without the rips, it still stayed intact somehow because yeah, so obviously it's that's, that's like, possible. You, you've yeah, you've stretched it. But yeah, you've basically like the, the center of the orange peel is like in the middle of Antarctica, and you've pulled from there and pulled it all out. And like everything near the edges is all stretched. And so it's like all stretched, South Africa's so it like the entire really edge. struggling. Yeah. Yeah. So in that picture, Antarctica is where the edge of the Earth is, but you can't get to it because you can't get to Antarctica. Wow, that because is because of a government conspiracy. Which which government? All the governments. All the governments. That's yeah. useful. Mostly the American <laughs> government and mostly NASA. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. When have you ever known all the governments to agree on anything? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? And it always comes back to it. Like we've we've hit on this a few times, right? So far in these different episodes. There has to be a conspiracy that underlinks all of it because it's like the the intellectual foundation that stops all falling apart. Because without a conspiracy, it's like, well, how do you make this work? Mm, yeah. 
It doesn't. But, but it doesn't, right? <laughs> but so, it has to be there. Yeah. Like, I, I, I never thought about that a different style of map where, like, the Antarctic is the edge of the world and it's a big wall. Surely you'd be able, if it's a big wall, you'd be able to see it. Yeah. Like you could, you could like, do a flyover and see you it. You could do a flyover, right? Yeah, yeah. And you could just fly over the Arctic, and I'm pretty certain there are people who do fly over the yes, Arctic. Yes, there are, but they're part of the conspiracy. Oh. Yeah, because there are people who know that the Earth is round. That's because they're slightly higher intellect and able like, to I, do these things. I, fly. I always had this 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 idea that the the flat earthers basically believed that the world was like Pac Man. And then you went off one side, you just appeared on the other like magic. It's like, <laughs> it's a flat big square. But yeah. then once you walk off one side, you be like Final Fantasy VII maps. Mm. Like you just appear off one side and you go off the other. Yeah. And you go off the Chocobo Island and all and that. And like the flat earth is basically infinite. Yeah. But do you know what other, other shape has the exact same property? Uh, Uranus. That was the last episode. That was the last oh, episode. Sorry. You're, you're, you're stuck right Well, Uranus is actually spherical because we've it, established it, that. Uranus is also spherical, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's too. It's too easy. He's killed himself. <laughs> He's killed himself. <laughs> I just. Uh... But the, you're talking about like, oh yeah, if I if I go in this side, I come out the other side. If you were on the surface of a sphere, that's how exactly how it would look, <laughs> right? It's, there is there is no difference to your perception of you being on a sphere or being in a Pac-Man universe where if you go on one side of the screen, you come out the other. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's identical. Unless it's like a cone. Yeah, unless it's some kind well, of weird cool, other no. shape. Uh, a tube. Well, or on the outside of a tube. Yeah, okay. I haven't seen any, like, donut earth theories out there. Uh, well, to be fair, I haven't looked. Sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Would you really want to eat the Sahara? I mean, if it's quite sandy. It depends if it's, like, baking, like, brown sugary. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. There you um, go. But, yeah. Sorry so, to disprove your belief so, on it. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know, like, there's just so many anecdotal things that just go with the, the round earth theory, because mm. you've got, like, there was an astronaut, and they were asking him about flat earth, and he said, well, let's put it this way, I took off from, I can't remember, California, right, and I flew west, or whatever, and had the earth not been round, I'd still be flying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't the whole aspect of flying over the Arctic to get to, like, America from, like, Russia and mm. all that, that... Oh, I mean, technically, uh, you know, actually, no, that's a bad, bad example because the Arctic, because the Arctic's in the middle. The Arctic's right? in the middle, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, in this in this picture, but you're right. That that is weird. The one thing that's like the absolute, I challenge you to explain that if you believe in the the flat Earth is the fact that you see different sets of stars in the north and the south. Yeah, and right. there are some stars that you cannot see in one hemisphere at a certain time of year. This is such how a does, simple challenge. Yeah. How does how does the toilet flushing thing work? Ah, now that's a misconception, right? So this idea that, that the toilet goes a different way in the south, that's not true. It does. I've seen it happen. <laughs> I've been to the south. You've been to the southern hemisphere, but yeah. it wasn't because of the fact that you're in the southern hemisphere that the toilet went a different way. Oh. It's, it's a property of the plumbing. So you, you can make toilets go either way depending on how the, it's set up. There's a conspiracy. So the, the, the story is that... Like, oh, it's shanks are at it. Jesus. <laughs> so the, the, the idea is that the Coriolis force is the thing that tells you the toilet goes one way or the other and that's and it will change as you cross the equator is, is not true. 
Like, but the, I've the watched force... videos. But I've watched videos where someone's taken like a funnel, put water into it on one side of the, the equator, and it's gone one way, and then they've walked to the other side of the equator and then done the same thing, and it's gone the other way. Mm. Explain that to me. I'm not sure that Fake that's news. real. <laughs> the Coriolis force isn't strong enough to do that, especially as you move just across the equator. See, he's used a big word. I'm with yeah. Morgan here. Mm. I'm not sure that works. That's for another episode, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel Somebody wants some, to front the cash be, out there. There'll be some, the sun there'll be some furious Googling done between episodes. Maybe I'll do some furious Googling now. <laughs> I'm not Jesus, put it away. <laughs> What's up, Fair City Podcast? This is Chris and Dan from Fresh Talk. Check us out at freshtalkpodcast.com. That's right. And if you had any idea how long it took me and Dan to do that bumper, you would actually probably never listen to us. It's totally true. Get him, Stoby. Hey, Stoby, it's me, Jarrett. Go to JarrettGoesToTheMovies.com. Check out the podcast. Also, go to Rockstar Dad Show. Check that one out, too. It's freaking great. They're both great. Also, you just got a text and a Facebook message. And um, I probably better give you this phone back. <laughs> Hello, this is uh, Jim. And my name is Graham Chen Jack. And we're both responsible for the monstrosity that is a bloody mess podcast. We can be found at www.facebook.com slash mess podcast, twitter.com slash mess underscore podcast, Instagram is a bloody mess. And we're our alternative Wednesdays to the Science of Fiction podcast, which is a must listen. I want to know more about this guy managing to measure the circumference. Do you say circumference or radius of the Earth? He measured the radius of radius the Earth. Radius of the Earth using two sticks right. and his brain. Right, okay. I need to know he more about really this. He got really messy. So, I mean, were um, they like sticks in his ears? Or? <laughs> right. right. Ca- cast yourself back to several hundred years before Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're this, old days. You're this champ, Eratosthenes. You have a magnificent beard. Yes, like they all did. Like they all did. Um, you're sitting in your study in the Library of Alexandria, like the greatest library of ancient times. Um, and this is before all the trash books came out. Oh, and before they burned the library. Yeah. Um, and you come up with a thought experiment, and you say, "Okay, I know that on a certain day of the year, in a." place a certain distance away from Alexandria at noon the sun will be directly over um, that city so if I place a stick in the ground it will cast no shadow right and if I at the same time go out into my garden and I place a stick in the ground it will cast a shadow and by measuring that shadow I can basically measure the angle that the sunlight is coming in in that direction Okay. Right. So you've got two measures of an angle, one where the angle is zero mm-hmm. and one where the angle isn't zero. Right. Okay. I have a strange feeling this is going to involve trigonometry. Oh yes. It, we're all about the Greeks, man. This is trigonometry central. Trigonometry. So you measure this angle, and by some clever feats of trigonometry, you can draw a triangle between the centre of the earth, Alexandria, and this place where the sun is directly over the city. And you know the inner angle is seven degrees. And you also know that distance between Alexandria and this other place, which was called Syene. So you have that distance and you have that angle. And by understanding the Earth is round, you can calculate its radius. How do you know the inner angle is seven degrees? 
by trigonometry. You'd have to look at the, the diagram to see it. Right, okay. Yeah. Right, so so. You get, you, you've got that angle, which by extension can tell you the next angle. Okay? Right. And it's the law of corresponding angles that tells you that. Basic uh, trigonomics. And so how far out was he? So he measured, it's it's up for debate because he used a really odd unit of measurement and no one is entirely sure what that unit of measurement is. <laughs> Goose. Well, it was the stadia. And it was to do with base, and it is to do with. I think it was meant to do with stadia, as in like places where people saw events. Right. But the the stadia has different meanings depending on where you lived at that time. So the actual value depends. Um, what it depends. So depending on which value you take, he was either sort of a, a little bit out, or he was very close, like to within like four or five miles of which is of mental right? given the size of the earth given the size of the earth like the, the, the level to which he was almost like he was very close mm-hmm. right it was a very good measurement and you know we've now basically managed to do better than that by putting satellites in space yeah and also satellites show us pictures of uh, yeah but they're a government conspiracy NASA, state sorry, okay? yeah, apologies, everything yeah. that NASA produces is a lie that's the only way it works right if you believe for a second that there are people orbiting the earth then it all falls so, apart. Again, the other question, what does he believe on the other side of the moon? Not moon. That's the, the southern hemisphere. Maybe when you go off the edge of the northern hemisphere, you just go, and you're on the, <laughs> you're on the underside of the coin. Yeah, and that's why you see the different sun? stars. How, do they, how, do they, how, do they, how thick do they think the Earth is? Well, the, we know is, it, is it like is it like, yeah, is it like a deep pan pizza? Or a, <laughs> is it a thing actually, there, there's a point. <laughs> when they're saying it's flat Earth, they don't necessarily mean a disc with a solid edge. They might mean, oh no, no, because they do because of that map that you showed yeah. and stuff. I was going to say they might mean almost like Forgan was saying, like squashed, like, Earth. A, like a pancake. Yeah, and you could still walk around the outside of it. Yeah, but well, I mean, I wouldn't because it's pretty big. But yeah. but then if gravity's not real, you'll fall off. That's just true. So because yeah. it's all accelerating upward, right? Well, you'll yeah, just we're on that lift, you know. Yeah, you're on that lift. What, you're, happened, you're to the guy, what happened to the team of flight earthers who were going to build a rocket to? view the earth and prove it was flat did they get up there and go oh crap <laughs> there's, there's one as far as I know there's one guy who's obsessed with la- launching rockets and taking pictures to show that the curvature scene isn't real um, I don't think he succeeded in any of his flights <laughs> so <laughs> there's a correlation between intelligence uh, no I'm not that's <laughs> not I'm kidding I, I, I don't think people believe this because they're dumb I don't think that's the case I think but Surely, surely uh, building a rocket would be a lot l- more complicated than just going to see this magic wall. Is there well, a door is in the wall? Like, in, in terms of if if you if you had a, imagine an Antarctic expedition to the wall, surely that's easier than launching a rocket in space. Yeah. Mm. Cheaper. And there are people who go to the Antarctic all the time, but they not report back. Yeah, they're in the conspiracy. But well, they're on the conspiracy. The conspiracy exactly. Thing. They fell off the edge. Oh, the thing okay. is, right? See, if the, if it was like NASA was all a conspiracy, yeah, there would have been a whistleblower by now. Yeah, you know, and also like right. NASA's a really porous entity. Like I worked with a lot of people who worked in different parts of NASA. Um, some of my work was funded by NASA. Okay, so I'm not in the conspiracy. Okay, <laughs> he's totally in the conspiracy. Just, he's got just, a tattoo. I was just funded by people in the conspiracy. That's what anyone in the conspiracy yeah. would say. Yeah, I've seen their secret handshakes. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't his hand. <laughs> but like get her mouth <laughs> yeah NASA is such a like it's not an entity that's good at keeping secrets right for that reason because people go in and come out of it all the time and there's varying levels of like 
you know access to different parts of government data and you just you couldn't you couldn't hide it you couldn't hide something like that mm-hmm. it's like saying the moon landing was a hoax you just can't there are too many people involved as you say all it takes is one person and that's it so the next question i have is if we're accelerating up mm-hmm. you know to know floor 24 break yeah, a break. No, sweet break a break um how does the sun and moon operate they're all they well the as far as I can tell, flat earthers tend to subscribe to like the helios, the, the geocentric theory that, that everything goes around the Earth. So the Earth is accelerating upwards, and the Sun and the Moon just go around the Earth, right? And actually, when, so when, it, it, not only does it rotate around us, it's also moving in time with us. So they're moving in almost like an elliptical. Kind well, of. what you have to do is you have to imagine that like going over the top, the the Sun and the Moon sit over the Earth, right? So you imagine at the same time. Yeah, you got your pancake. And you've got your sun and the moon, and they kind of go around in a ah, circle. Of course, yeah, like they this. have to go around that way because it's flattened out like that. So and they're the, traveling up in that spiral kind of So formation. they're all traveling up, and they're all accelerating at the same rate. And the sun and the moon are much smaller than, you, than than like round Earth theory would tell you, right? Which is that, you know, I think I saw a figure saying they'd be like a, a couple of hundred miles long. Right. What? So you're talking about the size of a you know like a small country. But when they sent people to the moon. Yeah. Oh, they didn't. That was a hoax. Oh, okay. <laughs> Keep up. Come on. <laughs> oh, jeez. This is the thing. Like, whenever you say something that's like, look, we did something to disprove you, they can say, well, look, it's part of a conspiracy or it's a hoax. See, now that's the point where I just, my brain starts to hurt so much because people are just stupid. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you cannot explain everything away by saying it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. That's like me going, I didn't do the washing. Why didn't you do the washing? Well, it's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> or, no, well, the men in black came and stopped me. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, if I did that, I get uh, shouted at a lot. Yeah. And and like anyone else is like is like, oh well, this is clearly true. And what is it? Well, what, I'm going to disprove you. Well, no, you can't disprove me because everything you say is a conspiracy theory. Yeah, you're, yeah, exactly. you're, you're like, paid by the I'm man. Like, yeah. Well, I, 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 yeah. And it's just yeah. Like that's not. That's not evidence. That's you just deflecting. Yes. Well, yeah. Whatever you say is false because you, you're lying. Yeah. yeah. Lie. I think what's, what's really difficult about this as well is that if you look at the different types of flat earth theory or you go to two different websites, they have two very different explanations for certain parts. So the bit that I've been explaining to you is like, as far as I could tell, the most sort of common flavor. But there's different flavors, but it's a bit more like you saying that the earth is actually infinite in size. And that well, it's, sun, like a, it's like a it's like a sponge that just keeps rising. Well, no, that it's it's a big, huge, flat disc that goes on forever, and the sun only illuminates small parts of it, and that's the bits that we live in. So we've had these snowy regions that are almost impassable. So, it, but if you go on the other side, there's <gasps> just more. Earth. Hold on, hold on. Are there's you undiscovered world? Hold, undiscovered world hold just on, beyond that. Hold on. Yeah. Are you saying there's expansion packs to the Earth? It's DLC. It's yeah. DLC. Oh my God! The world's yeah. DLC. We've just not. We've just, just not reached just, the right level just got yet. to get over the wall. Yeah, yeah, like, we've just only bought the core products yeah, so far. Yeah. Bought, well, we're cheap, and there's still a lot to do in this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots of side quests. Which feeds into the whole, we all, the, the world is a computer game theory. <gasps> Elon Musk is on to something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. if we just paid enough money, we could get the next expansion. We could open up another part, and then we could deal with global warming as well, because we'd have a whole new area to live in. Maybe when someone has That's where the elves are. That's <gasps> where the heat's coming from. Ooh. <laughs> someone just left the oven on in another part of the world <laughs> maybe when someone hits a certain financial value 
It unlocks the next part of the world. Oh, so you're basically saying the world is achievement-based. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I prefer the DLC thing. Maybe. The DLC suggests we can pay for it instead of earning it like Mother Nature would I don't want. think we are. I think yeah. we're, it's going to be like that episode of Rick and Morty where it's like, oh, you only got 4% through the game. <laughs> <laughs> or sorry, Red Dwarf, where it's like, you kind of come at reality and went, oh, yeah. you never, you never find that thing. Maybe there's superior beings on the other side of these walls and they're looking at us and going, nah, nah. nah boil them, let's start yeah. again. Essentially what they're saying. <laughs> See that wall, make it bigger. Essentially what they're saying. It makes them pay for it. It's, yeah, like, it. it's like in the Hunger Games where they're just like penned into that one little area. Yeah. Uh, and it's all like, it, it, like or um, oh, what's it called? The, Jim Carrey movie where he's the mask, the Truman no, Show, the Truman Show. Yeah. He gets to the wall and it's just a painted, painted thing, and he just opens the door and leaves. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. But this is it. Like I think you have like all these different. Maybe that's where the dinosaurs went. <gasps> no, see, see, see. If the Earth was flat, the meteor comes down, hits one side of the Earth, and bing, and then it'll just fires the dinosaurs fires off. off. Yeah. yeah, and there's the other question. If it was hit by a, a meteor, why are we not spinning round like a like a penny now? Like we've yeah. been flipped, like, well, we've stopped. A flipped coin eventually stops. Not, not in space. No, not in space. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're caught out of yourself that uh, time. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, there's so it. many ways to disprove this. I yeah. don't know why they, 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 this is this belligerent. But it comes back to what I'd said before, which was a discussion Ian and I had had, where... Who's he, Ian, by the way? Does he? Uh... <laughs> Ian's my co-host on the Perth podcast. Oh, where do we see that on? Um, it's on Anchor every two weeks. Can I get to my point before I forget? Um, <laughs> it's that it's people finding their voice and yeah, yeah sort of going, you know, getting people are listening, getting yeah. Uh, so in answer to your question, the Perth podcast every two weeks on a Sunday, eight o'clock. What sort uh, of stuff do you talk about? Local Perth news. Oh, uh, news events, uh, talent. We've got a. Uh, Oh, by now, I have no idea, because this is like eight weeks from now. <laughs> Come so, on, you do your astrology, you're working out. Yeah, predict the future. <laughs> no. Okay, well, some people listening to it will feel a vague sense of calm while doing so. They'll also be a little bit uncertain about their future ahead. But And, and how would you rate the sex? <laughs> oh, as we're Please, coming in your ears. Listen to episode two before you listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's it, it, every time you, you, you prod at one of these questions, you find another version of the theory that goes even deeper and madder and then, like, touches on other conspiracy theories like the royal family are lizard people and, you know... And then you get, like, hollow earth theories where the earth is round, but it's not solid in that you can actually go... I've played that RPG. ...into another level of the earth and that there's other people I've who live inside movie. the earth. Journey to the Centre of the Earth. Yeah. Brandon Fraser. And that's like, actor. Love and him. for them, it's more of a documentary than fantasy. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's weird, right? It's like The Matrix is a documentary. <laughs> yeah. It explains so many things. There, there are lots of things you could talk about, but it's it all seems to boil down to the fact that they're somehow dissatisfied with the government explanation of how things are. Yeah, and that's they've, decided to, they've decided to transpose the, the, the truth with a reality of their own. Mm which is a dangerous way to live. But for the most part, the government explanation is built on scientific fact. And right? evidence. And thousands of years of evidence, you know, and even simple facts. Like I, if you look far enough in the horizon, ships pass over the horizon and go down. I would love to see Buzz Aldrin uh, interact with any of these oh, people. Oh, yes. Hasn't he punched one? Well, that was a guy who said the moon landing was a hoax. And he was he was... Like badgering him quite hard, yeah. saying that you're you're a liar and like you know you're, um, you you know everything he did was a hoax. You know you should be ashamed of yourself. And he just turned around and punched him. 
Love Buzz because, Lightyear. like, you know, whether he was in the conspiracy or not, he was a test pilot for the military and had done his time in service. Like, you know, he's, he was able to handle himself. You don't go, you don't go up to like a veteran and insult them constantly and not expect them to react, right? I'm sorry, have we seen the American president recently? Well, mm. here's an interesting fact for you. Do you know that Buzz Aldrin actually said the first words uh, on the moon, not Neil Armstrong? They're because, ready, go. <laughs> no, the, what, what he said was as soon, literally as they landed, he went, okay then. The first <laughs> words were it was his. He managed to get in there first. Yeah, that's probably because Neil Armstrong was busy like focusing madly because he had about six seconds of fuel left before. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, then they put that out, but literally that's that whole sort of, Okay then. Okay then. Yeah, we, we, did we did it. We did it. Yes. Six seconds of fuel. It was some. I don't know the exact number, but it was like they had so, so little fuel left yeah. that basically if they didn't get it right, they would have to completely abort. Uh, yeah. It would wow. never land. And if they aborted at that point, it was unclear if they could rejoin the rest of like the other part of the capsule and actually get back. Oh. Like it was proper squeaky bum territory. Jeez. But you wouldn't hear it. Just can't hear it. It's no, that's true. No. Unless you're inside somewhere that has a environment, which would have been inside Buzz the would have heard Neil Armstrong squeaky bum, but <laughs> you know, which would have been a very different first word on the. the, the <laughs> just getting in the <laughs> Okay then, yeah, <laughs> it still would have applied. <laughs> yeah, so, so I mean, it, it does. It just baffles me that, and we talked about this more in the anti-vaxxers. To be honest, it's scientific mm. fact, years of research. Proving it. Mm. These things don't get published in scientific journals until they have been tested to death. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just disproved because one man's gone, no, I don't mm. like that. And it's or not even like... Returned to return to a, a older version. It's hipsters. Hipsters are causing this. <laughs> they are unironically pulling, pulling theories and scientific facts from the past, as well as jean jackets and top knots. <laughs> yes, that's... What all hipsters do. But I, I wouldn't mind the fly earthers if they said it is flat and here's the science to prove it. Mm. Here's the evidence. Here's the photos. Here's the, the mapping. Here, yeah. whatever. They're just basically saying it's flat. Here's, here's a theory as to how it's flat. Yeah. Oh, what happens oh, if you tell us? The edge, right. What do we do about Oh, yeah. The, and it's storytelling. What happens if you were to turn around to a flat earther and say, oh, well, that's clearly a conspiracy? Their version. Well, their version is a conspiracy. Yeah, their version is a conspiracy. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Conspiracy to destabilise <laughs> modern well, I mean, social you, consciousness. You, you could argue, yeah, that all these different conspiracy theories have a function, which is to make people less believing and trusting of authority, and that might have negative effects. But you go back to the thing I was saying about, like, where's the evidence and stuff? They, they do have what they call evidence, right? Yep. They, they do have pictures, and they say, look, this isn't right. But when they make the explanations, their explanations are also incorrect, right? <laughs> um, so there was a great documentary, I think it was on Netflix, and um, they followed a group of people who were kind of big figures in the flat earth community and they'd talk at conferences and are, you know, lots of followers on YouTube. They flew around the globe a lot, did they? They, they flew around America quite a lot, mm. um, you know, unironically. <laughs> and um, one of the things that they were showing you was a guy who'd had a long career as... Um, I think he was a telecoms engineer. He was in an engineering field of some form. So obviously quite, you know, college college educated, probably did physics at, at university, quite a clever guy, um, convinced the earth was flat. He designed this experiment, which was, you know, a very sensible experiment to design saying, if this is, if I can show this, I can show the earth is flat. And it's like, that's actually a really good scientific experiment. And they went out and did the experiment, which was very simple. 
that they got a very stable laser and they fired it as far as they could. Now, if the Earth was flat, the height of that laser would never really change, right? So you could put pieces of card up at, at you know, a, a, a given height for miles and miles and miles and never see the Earth curve, right? It would always be flat. It would always keep going. If you know the round Earth theory and you know the radius of the Earth, you know at what point you'll start to see the basically the Earth's surface fall away from the laser, mm -hmm. right? So that the laser will seem higher than it should. And they did the experiment. And what did they find? They found that the laser was higher than it should be, right? So they disproved their own theory. So they disproved their own theory, and that was the end of the, the documentary. That's <laughs> right. it. Cut. Cut. Well, it, it was a fantastic piece because they were just kind of, they were doing that, and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm not sure I've set this first bit. Let me set it up again, and blah, blah, blah. And then they got again, and they're like, what, what figure are you getting? And Because they're, they're, they're measuring the distance between basically the, the hole they expect the laser to go through and the real thing. Um, and they knew what it, what round earth theory should do. Because that, that was a good bit of the experiment. was like they knew how to prove the round earth theory as well as the flat earth theory. Mm -hmm. So it was a good piece of science. And they looked and they measured it and they were pretty close to the actual value. Uh. And then the guy goes, wait. And the documentary ends right there. <laughs> so not only... Is their argument bullshit, but they've also proved that their argument's bullshit. So several times you've seen people do these kinds of experiments, and they're good scientific experiments, right? Let's not disparage that. They're doing it right, and they prove that the Earth is not flat. It has a curvature. Can they not just go and tell their friends? <laughs> it's well, a conspiracy. I, I wonder what they do. Did they go back to their friends and say, I, I, I looked at the evidence, I don't think this theory is correct. <laughs> Fellas, they've got um, to you, Dave. <laughs> well, I mean, what would happen if you went into these communities and said, "No, I've I've done my experiments. Look, here's the data. The Earth is round." You'd get chucked off the edge of the planet. You get chucked out of the community at the start, right? So, I think there's a good deal of that going on there. That some people they get in there and they get so deep in there that they can't get out, mm. even if they look around them and they go, "I actually don't believe this anymore," which is a real shame. Yeah, Good science going to waste. Good brains going to waste. Like, these are not stupid people, you know? I think that's the thing that we need to remember is that for whatever reason, they've followed down a logical path from a false premise, but they're following it, well, some of them are following it with good scientific principles. They're just not applying the, the method properly at the very end. Um, of course, there's a subset of folk who are just believing all kinds of random weird stuff because they like it, mm. and that you get this overlap of flat earthers with all other kinds of conspiracies. I think it comes down to this, this again, a repeated theme in these last three podcasts is that it's fine if you believe that. But when people start getting aggressive about it and mm. like when questioned, they're like, well, it's a conspiracy, it's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's the fourth is clearly flat or anti vaxxers. Like, if, if you believe that, that's fine, but don't don't push your beliefs over to the far where you're either going to try mm. and push it on other people or or harm other people through whatever yeah. that is. And yeah. I think, I think, in this case, anti uh, not anti um flat earthers are a lot more harmless. Yeah. Because there's no, I don't, I don't really see any danger. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that flat earth theory is a gateway for other kinds of conspiracy beliefs, and that maybe somebody like, who believes in the flat like, earth theory gets turned on to anti-vax, for like example. Earth Two, uh, the sequel to Earth when we get the expansion packs. Yes. Yeah, like the, <laughs> yeah. The, that kind of stuff, or um, or other theories that do end up causing harm to themselves or to their children or their families you know so that that bit worries me a little bit but you're you're right that to some level if you really want to believe the earth is flat the vast majority of people can live their lives with that belief and not 
do mm. something dumb. Like it's not going to make you walk out in front of traffic. Um, it's not going to make you fall off a mountain. <laughs> the earth is flat. I can walk in front of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's what's alluring about it is that it kind of confirms all your sort of the the empirical evidence you see around you. That's that most places are flat, and that you know you don't see the you don't see the curvature of the earth because we're quite small compared to the planet, right? Um, perspective. It's just perspective. If we lived on a planet that was much smaller, then it would be hard to deny that it was it was right because you'd see it all the time. Like you'd throw a ball and it would go over the horizon, <laughs> right? And you can't ask for it back. No. <laughs> oh, if it's small enough, it might hit you in the back of the head. Well, yeah. that's true, actually, yeah, because the gravity would be a bit lower, so you just throw it around and it come back. <laughs> but, um, or wouldn't it hit like the flying sun in the sky? Oh, that's a good point. If it's like a, a really like tiny... Yeah. If it's, a, if it's a tiny flat disc, you should still see the other side, right? Yeah. And here's the other thing, right? Like, if a plane's up and flying, do they not have to try and dodge the sun and the moon? Yes, because the sun and the moon are actually quite close to the Earth. Exactly. Yeah, for it to work. For, yeah, for it to get, certainly get heat. Yeah. So h- how does that work? Yeah. How, it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Fly, flying is actually just a simulation. Oh, do we just stay where we are and then... Uh, and everything moves in the background People like, just a, set up like another... a 1930s movie where it's like studio yeah um yeah I, I just I just my problem with it is it just makes my brain hurt mm. with the level of bullheadedness let's let's call it that yeah. it's, it's not stupidity yeah. it's just it's just stubbornness mm. to 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 not see the obvious in front of yourself, and, and that that's a frustrating thing in any aspect of life, whether it's those kind of beliefs or it's just more simple self confidence or whatever beliefs is, when people don't open up to have a debate or a discussion about it, mm. and they just get aggressive really quickly. Yeah, I mean the the classic example here is always the independent stuff. Yeah, right? people. Yes, and no voters can get really aggressive really quickly with people they've never even met before mm. over these subjects instead of engaging in debate and saying, yeah. well, I, I believe in it because. And that's where this is coming from. It's this sense of self-entitlement that my opinion is my opinion, therefore mm. it is right and I need to impress that on everyone much, else. And how much of that is also fed into by the internet where people are given a voice it's, where they don't com- have to completely fed directly it. have to de- debate with someone. Yeah. Where it's, it's a faceless person on the other side of, yeah. of, of, a, of a screen. And it's without typing. context. Okay, context and yeah, like there are no nuances, to, and I think everyone will know that thing where you misread a text because it there's no there's no context, there's no there's no it, tone, there's no, no facial tone, expression. there's no facial expression, and so forth, mm. and then all, instantly you just get into this massive flame war, and yeah. I think we've all been there where you've just read something and you've gone, ah, yeah. just got mental, and you've gone, oh, actually, this is what they mean, yeah, just because the internet right. doesn't have. This and 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 I don't understand how people can communicate through emojis and and all that. That's not how how it works. Although mm. also emojis are not a new thing. We've had smiley faces for a long time. Yeah. Um, I used but, to have a poster on my wall which had the, all the different text versions of emojis, exactly. including Abraham Lincoln. Mm. I will show you Abraham Lincoln later. Oh, nice. Equals That's sign, it. pipe sign, colon dash bracket. Oh, that's top hat. Yeah, greater than. And the beard. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, we're talking some serious controversial subjects in these days that people do get upset about. Yeah. And we've already gone over the fact that, like, astrology is something that, uh, it's a, it's a, almost an escapism. It's a, it's a comfort. A, it's a comfort and stuff like that. And with 
with flat Earth, it's almost a just a, a belligerent belief. Yeah, but it, I don't again, think it's, it's an escape. I don't understand how it could be an escape. It's a, it's a foreign community as well, though. Yeah. If you if you join with people who believe in, in yeah. a certain thing, you can find like companionship. Yeah, you'd kind of want a form to, of comfort. You'd you'd kind of hope but, they'd do with something slightly less stupid than that, or maybe go and watch like I don't know, Supernatural. <laughs> yeah, but then are, are TV show fandoms better or worse than Flat Earth? I think they're about the same, really. <laughs> At least you get some decent fanfic out of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think it's it's kind of interesting that we've 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 done three episodes now, and each one has come to a different conclusion in terms of what we're talking about. Like this is sort of a, a belief and a and a community thing. Uh, Astrology has been a, a sort of a a sort of comfort and escapism and and sort of that. But the only real dangerous one we've recently spoken about is anti-vaxxing. Because mm. it, it does have a potential to be dangerous. It has negative consequences. And we've seen, negative we've seen those consequences. You can't, you can't hurt anyone with a horoscope. Um, <laughs> you can confuse them and you can you can do some weird stuff, but you never really, unless, it's, I don't Depends think... Depends how negative the horoscope is. Yeah. Like, you I, don't, it's, it's all I love the idea that you can have a horoscope going, you need to go kill Steve today. <laughs> Sorry, and then his day going, Steve, it's not your day. <laughs> <laughs> There's no horoscope for tomorrow, Steve. You'll find out why soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, like it's 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 amazing how these sort of pseudosciences can have this effect. And some pseudosciences are positive uh, and can have positive effects in that sort of escapism. But there is that pseudoscience that can have negative profoundly effects. Profoundly negative. Yeah. yeah. There's no positive effects. Sorry, I just thought I'd bring that together, but I just thought it was an interesting yeah. sort of fact mm-hmm. of what yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about. I think yeah. Flat Earth sits somewhere in the middle where it's like there are positives, but there's a negative in the fact that it, it leads you down a path of thinking other things are true, like the government's out to get you, NASA's a conspiracy, there are no such thing as satellites. There's a big wall in the Arctic. I didn't even mention my favourite parts of the conspiracy, which is there is no such place as Australia. But we've seen it. It's on neighbours. <laughs> so this is their counter-argument to the fact that, like, if you go to the Southern Hemisphere, you can't see the same stars. And their argument is basically the Southern Hemisphere doesn't exist. Like, okay. the, the countries we see in the Southern Hemisphere aren't real. I have and that a... they're also a global conspiracy. So in Flat Earth chat no, no, But how does that even work? Because then they've already said that the Arctic ex- Antarctic exists. Yes. So the Antarctic to... is all round, right? It's, it's, in, it's in all hemispheres. Yeah. So to use the correct flat Earth terminology, that the Antarctic lives in all hemi planes, right? Because the Earth is a plane, and um, the and Australia lives in the southern hemi plane, but it doesn't because it's not there. Okay, here's my next question: How does the Earth balance? Because surely, given the, the varying levels of gland masses on each bit. Mm-hmm. Surely one side's going to be heavier than the other. The north would be heavier than the south. The in nor- terms of land mass, there'd be yeah, more land the north on the would north be heavier than the on south. the south. Or however this plays out in the plains, heavy plains. The, the north, northern heavy plains. Yeah. Surely that, is that not going to then affect the acceleration of the earth? Because mm. doesn't mass and, or, and and that play into the whole acceleration thing? Yeah. I mean, I think at this point you can't really apply physics to it because they decide gravity's not real, so a lot yeah. of it's broken, right? <laughs> well, they have they've said gravity's real because we're going up. That's, that's what creates gravity, isn't it? Yeah, but the actual force of gravity, which would do the yeah. other things you're talking about, like applying to mass, yeah. doesn't work, oh. right? I just wanted to ask that question. So, like, I'm, uh, but there's, there's, there's something else about the fact that, like, well, actually, you know, because buoyancy wouldn't work because you need gravity for buoyancy. Like, it's all broken. It's just all broken. Oh, broken. <laughs> See... This is this is the problem with flat earthers. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't have anything else to say. Mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty decent place to 
round it off, to yeah. be honest. Go get some food. Yeah. <laughs> food. You can do it too, listeners, if you haven't already. Unless it's like uh, you've listened to this podcast after you've had something to eat, in which case it would be after, or you've eaten during the podcast. Good on you. That's yeah. uh, That would be unhealthy because you want to have another meal after you've just had a meal. Maybe you can go to a burger like to celebrate the flat earth. Thing, I don't know. And don't go swimming. <laughs> yeah, have a flat burger, have not a, flat a meatball. Burger. <laughs> <laughs> and then throw it in the air. <laughs> and then yeah. throw a pancake on the ground and see what it'd be like. Yeah. 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 So, we'll round it up there. Stu, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me at Barg the Ogre, and I would appreciate if you didn't try and find me on the internet because I have no interest in getting into arguments about flat earth, anti-vaxxers, or astrology. And I expect <laughs> this is going to draw people in as well, but please know you will just get blocked. <laughs> Direct them to Forgan. Forgan, where can they find uh, you? You can find me at, at DH4GAN on the Twitters, and I'm used to speaking to people who think... If you come to me, I will so just send them you, to Forgan. If you're willing to engage constructively with me, maybe I'll speak to you, and if you know what, I'll block you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And you can find me at dstoby on the internet, and you can find us at on the website at fcpod.net forward slash the science of fiction where you can find all our older episodes if you haven't listened to them. Yeah, go back and listen. Including one where Forgan creates a calculator to tell you how hard or how fast you need to slap a chicken to cook it. Or a or, bear, or, or an elephant, or Hulk Hogan. Or Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and that calculator, I think, is still online. So Yeah, yeah it's a great, <laughs> fun thing to do. Need to put a link to that on Yeah, you. we should. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. So remember, click the like, share, subscribe, follow, tell your friends buttons. Yeah, review. We'd like to see some reviews come up, guys. Love reviews. Mm. Uh, good or bad. Preferably good. Only good. <laughs> Please give us five stars. We want to be better than the sex review for today. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last episode. Yeah. That was two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Whenever this goes out. I don't know, scheduling. Your vibe stars are not very good to pick No, that's fine. See you at five. Thanks again, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Play it Jason. Thank you.